Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli only on LA Talk Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Lauren. And I'm Jen. Today we have Christina Weber in the studio. She's your love accomplice, and guess what? She's going to be our love accomplice too. Dating. Where did the love in it go? Founder of the underground, unattached, curated dating experience, Christina has gained a vast knowledge of dating and relationships in 2016. She says together you'll create a plan to inject fun into your dating life, heal from previous heartbreak, strategize an approach to dating unique in a unique way to you and to better understand how masculine and feminine energies play well together. So guys, if you live in LA or New York, then you should check out Christina's website, undergroundunattached.com for info where you could see her live events, open forums for people to meet each other and express how they feel about the world of dating. Sounds quite similar mm-hmm. to the great love debate. It does. We're going to well, ask about that. Yeah, we'll have to talk and see what the difference is, what the similarities are, because these are really great events, guys, because you know what? You can actually meet people in person mm-hmm. and this is a way to continue to do that um, and it's an alternative to online dating so we're going to talk about um, you know how she sees that these events provide courtship and relationship information in 2016 that we don't all know about because we're all sort of operating in a blind way mm-hmm. just doing what the next thing is and obviously we've done this show almost a year guys and there have been almost 52 dating apps that we've talked about it's I like mean, that that's crazy we're gonna even talk about some more today i mean there's so many more there's so there's yeah it's kind of it, i didn't even think about it that way but wow yeah it's a lot and you know what i think that like hearing you know people's perspective perspective on uh, their take you know these experts that we have that we bring to you every week is really important too because this is stuff we weren't taught in school guys no and it's not we were not taught in school and, and so you know we're going to talk to her about that and her events actually provide wine beer and pellegrino they do so just in case you want to mix that pellegrino with your wine and make a spritzer you should go and you guys her events are also known to attract she says unicorn type people bring and it so you know and she feels like people must meet people in person because magic is real when everyone is all together so and we and that is very similar to Brian Howie in the great love debate and she's not wrong and while we do talk about dating apps there you know there is something about meeting someone in person which is where you hope to go with the dating app which is our freaking conundrum because nobody fucking messages you back i like how i said freaking and then followed it by fucking that was really pointless <laughs> <laughs> sorry right. you're warming up i had you to like in. i had to ease in and then two seconds later i went for the f-bomb so you guys first we're gonna fill you in on what we've been up to over the last week so let's air our dirty laundry i had dinner so you know I had dinner with my guy and his daughter and it's like every other weekend it's actually a very nice balance you know we talk a lot about like finding balance and like work-life balance and like being with friends and being with boyfriends and all that um Friday we had a a friend's birthday that we'll get into but it was very fun dance party galore and then Saturday I had dinner with my guy and his daughter and their neighbor and it was fun to like 
have both in the weekend and like be able to go back and forth from like adult time to time like with my guy and his daughter because I really like that um that it feels like home and warm and like good and nice to be with them and it's nice to have both things um have a nice balance it's really freaking hot here so we went to the beach on Sunday and it was just kind of like relaxing like you know those moments where you're all just sitting there and you don't really need to talk it's like at that point and like um, I stayed over Sunday night and woke up with them in the morning and it was really nice to see him and his like morning routine with his daughter which I've seen before but I was like more incorporated in it this time and he like woke her up and like opened the curtains and says like the things he says to her in the morning it's like this routine and like he climbs up in her bed and like wakes her up and when she opened her eyes and saw me she went <gasps> Lola she calls me Lola and she like grabbed my hand and like laid in the bed it was just really cute and she was really cute and it was like fun to get them uh, like go to school with them and like walk you know walk them to school with all their friends and it just I don't know it was it's really nice um to be a part of that and her birthday's coming up and mine's the next day and I'm like and it really excited to be involved in the planning of that a because I love shit like that like planning I love planning birthday parties and things like my when my friends have had showers I've thrown like a million shower like baby showers I've thrown um like bridal showers and things like that so I really do like doing stuff like this but also I really love both of them so it's like nice to do it for that reason too and it's fun um um, and I just want her to feel special. I think that she deserves to feel that way because, you know, she just should because she's a nice little girl and I just, it's fun. So if there's any way I could help in that, I would love to be a part of that. And um, I also invented a word, everyone. It's called handsoming. Everyone. What does that mean? So I, I told my guy one day, I was staring at him and I was like, how do you do it? And he was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, handsoming like that all day. You must be really tired. <laughs> he thought it was funny and laughed. I was like, yeah, I'm exhausted. So everyone, handsoming is a new word. So if you hear us say it, it's real. And I'm really excited. This weekend's like adult weekend. We're going to our friend's wedding in Palm Springs. It is like an all-weekend event. There's like something on Friday. The wedding's on Saturday. There's a brunch on Sunday. We're staying in a hotel. I finally get a date to a wedding. Yay. I don't, I finally, you don't, I don't, I haven't even gone back in time and calculated all the weddings I've been to where I haven't had a date, but let me tell you, I'm 35, about to be 36, so all of my friends are married, and all of them have had weddings, and none of them have ever allowed me to have a date, because I, like, don't ever have a boyfriend, and I'm not married, so I'm always by myself at all the weddings, and I'm so fucking over it, thank God, it's my turn. Everyone, yay. 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 Can't yeah. wait to hear all about it Me on either. next week's episode. Me either. And you guys will have a blast. Yes. So I had an action-packed weekend as well. I got back from Miami, obviously, last oh, Tuesday. Yeah. And then on Thursday, I had a date, and that was really fun. And I figured out that I know the person. You do. And so... Crazy. I like that because then at least I know he's not a killer. Totally. Because he hasn't killed anyone since you met him from no. when I met him. And great. No. Um, now, then again, I don't know what's going to happen with that. And I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I will just see. But, um, you know, dates are dates. Yeah. And they can evolve or they don't. Um, then, like you mentioned, Friday night we went to a girlfriend's birthday. And it was like so much fun. It was like 30 people. And we had a dance party at their house and like had tacos and tequila and it was just easy and fun and it's like 
what birthdays I think evolve into as we get older yes. and um, start having more space in our homes <laughs> and we can have like dinner parties and it's just great because it's more intimate and you can actually like talk to the people you're with and you're not at a bar or like a yeah. club or like what we used to do, which was just like kind of get shit faced like in a place and then people just trail off. Yeah. Um, but this was pretty intimate and lovely. We still did the same things you would do in like a bar. It was just yeah. more intimate in like someone's home and right. so much more comfortable because there's like good places to sit and yeah. it was really and they have such a beautiful home. It's so so great. much fun. Yeah. So that was really great. And then um, then I had a, a wedding on Saturday that I went to. My old boss, he's not old, but he's a former boss. He married his partner of like 13 years. They are gay. They got married for their daughter who like basically was like, what's going on? How come my parents are different? Aww. So to make her feel more similar to everyone else and like not feel so very different because she's also black. One of them is Cuban. One of them is Australian. Like to give her some sort of consistency with the other kids, they got married. And so she can say, I do have married parents. Aww. Yeah. So it was really lovely to see them, you know, still also laugh together after all these years. And like their vows were really funny. Aww. And like they gave the daughter a wedding ring, too. So Aww. she was like part of it. It's like very much like they are like a trifecta. They are well, like that's what you a do team. when you have a third like when there's a child involved. They are part right. of the you're making a promise to the person you're marrying and a promise to their child. Right, because now the child is old enough to understand and, like, be different if it was a baby. The baby wouldn't even Yeah, how old is she now? She's eight. Yeah, so. So, yeah, so it was really, like, a lovely experience. Also, it was, like, a blast from the past. I saw a bunch of different people I haven't seen in a while. Saw a guy that I, like, was interested in at one point and then, like, We'll see if there are still sparks yeah, there. Yeah, sounds like there were some sparky McSparkersons. We shall see. I mean, he doesn't live here, so, you know. Wait, where does he live? Miami. Oh, I didn't know that part of the story. Yeah, so, you know, I think it's just important, and I'm sure we'll talk more with Christina about dating and what it's like today, just to sort of be open and see what sticks, because... I am super open right now, and I'm also, like, welcoming anyone that wants to pursue me. Like, mm -hmm. here I am. Yeah. Like, not to say it's a kissing booth, but you know what? No. Come up and take a number at this point. Like, I, I will see it not survival of the fittest, but kind of. Like, yeah. whoever really wants to be with me, like, I'm open to see what you have to offer. Uh, it's America's Got Talent over here. So. I mean, hit that buzzer. Hit it. I mean, you can't, I think at this point, you know, I, for my experience, like there was a time where I did not say no to a date. Yeah. Even I had a girlfriend one time say, I know this guy. Do you want to meet him? I said, sure. She said, do you want me to send you a picture? I said, no. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. And I do have some of those coming up in the near future. And that's I'm excited great. about that. And um, so just to round out the weekend, I hiked with a girlfriend, then had brunch. It was really fun. Then had family dinner. And this week have a, like two more birthdays and next week have your birthday and like it's just action-packed fun coming up all over the place i'm even going to appear at the great love debate as a panelist yeah. to give my expertise on being single because what else am i an expert in right now Pray. <laughs> oh my god uh, i'm an expert in dating i will say that no. so we'll see it's going to be a good time there's a lot coming up and we'll have plenty to talk about in our show in the near future uh very exciting um also you mentioned brunch i don't know why brunch is so fun why is it so fun? 
It's the most fun, I think, because I really like the outdoors and, like, daylight. And drinking in the day. Well, I didn't drink at this <gasps> one, but... What is wrong with... I don't even know. Jen, I'm planning are a you series here? of boozy brunches in the near future, so we'll be talking about those. I don't know you anymore. Well, you will soon. Okay. Um, all right, guys. Well, let's pack up our emotional baggage and meet our favorite celebrities in baggage claim, because everyone's talking about Brangelina, but hold on, Leave Schreiber and Naomi Watts. What? Way to steal their thunder. I mean, after 11 years together, now everyone is saying, you know, they announced it, that they're, you know, they're going to move forward as with their family, but as a separate couple, and they look forward to raising their children together um, and exploring the next phase of their relationship. I, I love how, like, Gwyneth Paltrow turned, like, breaking up with someone into, like, a relationship. It's And also, it's, they're, you know, so they're feeling a lot like that couple. They're also now feeling a lot like um, uh, Ben... Uh, you know what's Affleck. his name? Affleck, thank you. And Jennifer Garner. And Jennifer Garner because they were spotted out like after the split and they're they're saying that they're they really still want to be really good friends and co-parents and like um you know I just think that that's nice. I don't know how that's possible, but that's nice and maybe some people can do it and maybe because there's a lot of talk about the, like this is a long time coming and people aren't that shocked, maybe they had time to like get over it while they were in it. So now that they're done with it, they've already sort of moved on and they're okay and hopefully that's the case and hopefully they're good and friends and good for them I guess if that's what they want sounds good to me I mean at least they're even trying to yeah. be civil and and I like that they did put out a statement saying like leave our kids alone of course like yeah. let them have their privacy and it sucks that like celebrities have to announce their breakup because you don't see like our friends say, putting out a statement on Facebook saying we split up like we'll all we'll be friends still you can keep us tagged in the same photos. Oh my god. You know like just for the sake of our children and our privacy <laughs> like just, you know be nice. I, you don't see that. It's so uh, they have to because then people just start talking so they got to cover all their bases I it's guess. So and weird. also then there's nothing for a publicist to do so they have to have a job. I guess. It's yeah. just odd that that's even news to anyone that, because so, like yeah. If I break up with someone, I guess I'll say it on the radio, but yeah. no one else really cares. Well, maybe they do, Jen. Maybe they do. And speaking of breakups, Brangelina happened exactly a week ago, guys. It's been one week. One week. And since then, several things have occurred. You know, we've heard more every day, a little bit mm-hmm. here and there, whether it's a statement about um, their breakup or now then it was like about Brad being a little bit, you know... He, I don't know, he's under investigation for, like, Mm -hmm. alcohol, and and the Department of Children and Family Services are getting involved, and then the FBI was getting involved because it was, like, an aerial thing. And then... Oh, with the tarmac incident? Yeah, Yeah. and so then it's like, well, why do you get into a fight with Maddox, and and why is it everyone's business? Well, guys, so now Brad enlists Charlie Sheen's lawyer, Lance Spiegel, and Angie got Johnny Depp's lawyer, Laura, whatever, Wasser, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Thursday, uh, Brad's allied co-star, Marion Cotillard, shuts down the cheating rumors, saying that she's actually pregnant with her dude's child. Yeah. So, and, like, she respects that them as a couple. Like, why would she even be tied into it? But you know why people think that. Yeah, I mean, when you do work together, though, you do have, like, a bond and you grow close. And it, 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 this wouldn't be the first time that he Hello, fell in love. What, what do you think the relationship that is breaking up right now came from? Right. And so, you know, whatever. Let's leave Marion alone because, like, really, she's not the guilty party here. It would be Brad. Yeah. Um, and then Friday, new details emerged um, about the private plane incident that Brad is being questioned by the DCFS. That's the Department of Children and Family Services. Um you know, saying that it was a parent-child argument between Brad and 15-year-old Maddox, Jolie Pitt, 
but there was no punching and there was no inappropriate contact. This was a very normal family argument. Yeah, it happens. It happens. And Brad's very upset about the situation. He tells E! News he just wanted to protect his children from all of this. He's a very good father. Um, And now this is becoming a whole news thing. He loves his kids more than anything in the world and truly wants what's best for them. Right. And then Friday, Jennifer Aniston was spotted uh, going on a date, or Saturday actually, with her dude, Justin Thoreau, who Mm -hmm. we know Lauren loves. Um, And then Sunday, all was quiet on the Brangelina front. And then Sunday was the day of rest. (laughs) It was. Man, give these people a break. Shit. And then Monday, a source confirms to E! News that Angelina and Brad do have a prenup. Obviously. Obviously. um, I wonder who makes more money. um, I think. She probably does. Maybe. Well, I don't know. It just depends on who worked more in the recent years. But so... Uh, money isn't likely to be an issue with these guys because both parents are focused on the children's well-being. And if they had a prenup, then it's already going to be split evenly, yeah. except for what they make after the fact of the prenup. So what they make as like prenups are what happens before you get into a marriage. Yeah. And it, then what's after that is what gets split. Yes. So it depends who worked more in that time yeah. frame of the two years. So, I, I, I doubt either of them are really hurting right now. So, Well, they say that the part of the reason they want to split is because Angie wants to go and like be an ambassador and do like those kinds of things. And that Brad really wants to work uh, in Hollywood still. So if that's the case and he's working more in Hollywood, he would have made more money. Because he's been working. I guess. However, she directs things, too. So I don't really know. We'll find out more. Yeah. And then also, like, power couple date galore. Matt Damon and Emily Blunt and John Krasinski and Chelsea Clinton and their partners were, geez, to be a fly on a wall. They were in New York City on, like, a date. And we don't really know what they were talking about. But there was a very funny article that said, like, there was a couple, like, a list of, like, maybe what they were talking about. They were talking about Brangelina that's divorced. They're only human. Or maybe they were talking about, like, if they should invite Jen and Justin on this group date. Or uh, whether they should get dessert because celebs they're just like us or like if they're having a good natured fight over who's gonna have the most attractive children also probably talking about pantsuits because why wouldn't they be because you know chelsea's mom wears them so funny and uh yeah so anyway i thought that was just a cute little article who knew that they were all friends maybe they're getting into something i don't know i mean i think that i emily is friends with chelsea yeah and then matt is probably friends with Emily, they've worked together. Right. So, yeah, I mean, listen, they're all obviously friends, but in some connection. I just put together our character map. This yeah, is how they're fun. all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I would love to be invited to that. So, oh guys, God, call me. Be fun. And you guys. Uh, yeah. Dating apps. Dating apps. So, we're going to talk a lot about, like, alternates, alternatives to dating apps, which is, like, these in-person events, like, the Underground Unattached puts together. But in the meantime, we find this article by the Elite Daily very interesting because it tells you about the dating apps you should use based on your level of hopelessness. Sad. Sad. Okay, we're going to start off with OkCupid. Your couple of friends have told you you're really serious about getting serious, so then you should really get on this app, except that it's a bunch of weirdos that are on there. Yeah. So you got to weed through the weirdos. Next, we think Bumble, and so does this article. We really like Bumble, but it's like a more elite version of Tinder, which is actually a pretty popular one. Um, um, plus, your best girlfriend met her boyfriend on this app, so why not give it a shot, right? Right. And then there's also Hinge, which I think is an interesting concept, um, and they're actually rebranding right now, uh, which is great because they need it. They thought they were going to be way more popular than they are. But they suggest romantic prospects for you based on your Facebook friends. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're more likely to meet someone worth dating on this app. Stranger danger. 
Yeah, gone. Gone. All right, fine. Match.com. If you really don't want to fill out this page-long form, then, you know, it's really not worth, like, requiring your time or effort. So don't do it. But if you really want to, then buckle down and go on Match.com. Hey, paid services equal paid people. So, like, people that are really trying to get love and shit. Yeah, yeah. And shit. Um, And then there's Raya, which also is paid and I'm still not sure why and you also can't get on it because there's a waiting list um, and it's pretty bougie to be completely honest mm-hmm. um, but if Cara Levine is on there you're bound to find legit people that are hot normal boyfriend material yeah. or Instagram models or those or those here goes eHarmony guys god damn it somehow you found yourself back to paying for love but you know what it's a little romantic and it tends to work. So just be ready to fill out like page long forms. Mm-hmm. And there's the league, um, which also is pretty annoying and has a filtering process and vetting people and also a long list of people trying to get on this app. Um, and it's Ivy League people, except I'm on there and I didn't go to Ivy League school, but it's like more like business oriented LinkedIn type people. And if you heard from our guest last week, he was like, nope, we got to mix it up. Mix color. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then there is Farmers Only. What the fuck, you guys? <laughs> I mean, if you're going to go to a niche area, then check out Farmers Only because you never know. There could be some hot farmer dude that looks like Chris Souls or something. So just go on and figure out if you want to go get plowed. Yeah. <laughs> and then, guys, the last resort sugardaddy.com at this point you're just saying fuck it because now you're on this site and that's sad but you've realized love is dead because if Brangelina can't make it work and neither can Liev and Naomi then you probably can't either so you might as well just marry for money who cares if this guy has six other sugar babies and a beer belly bigger than your sister's pregnant belly he drives a Porsche which means new clothes for your broke ass YOLO dang Dang, Jen. Because you have no solo left, so you might um, as well YOLO. Yeah, you might as well YOLO. Well, you guys were very excited. Yay! Yay! <laughs> we have Christina Weber in the studio. Hi. Hi, ladies. Hi. Thank you for joining us. We are so excited to have you here, and we are going to pick your brain and make you our new favorite love accomplice. Oh, I love that. We yeah. need help, or at least I do. <laughs> yeah. No, well, listen. We are going to talk to you about, like, where your advice goes because it doesn't just end once you start dating somebody obviously so we need to talk about all the things all the things from soup to nuts everyone soup to nuts exactly let's start off with what exactly is the underground unattached underground unattached is a curated dating experience so we bring an even number of men and women together for three hours and we facilitate a series of activities designed to foster connection and accelerate closeness. What kind of activities? Yeah, because you say to bring a yoga mat, so I need to know what's going on. (laughs) This next space, yeah, so we're going to be sitting on the floor. Wait, is this like where you sit really close to someone and you like stare into their soul? We do do a little of that. Yeah, okay, you got to be right. ready. Uh-huh. I saw that on The Bachelor. So. After you have like the Chardonnay that they provide, it'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, we always have wine. Yeah. Wine and beer is a must. I we guess. used to have liquor. We took that away. Why actually. were people getting crazy? Some people have a little bit too much. They're, you know, you're anxious. Yeah. yeah. It's also a good way to like ease people in. And like yeah. wine is so classy. And like, why not? Yeah. I why tell, not? I tell people a two drink max at times but Mm -hmm. I don't really enforce it that's good that's fair two is enough Mm -hmm. two is enough yeah so we do we do um, eye gazing 
Um, <laughs> that's what that is, there right? Is. Okay. Oh, See, boy. it's a thing, guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's prompted storytelling in pairs. So, for instance, we have an activity called Gone in 60 Seconds. Ooh. And we'll ask you to find a pair, someone from the opposite sex. And we'll start a clock and ask you to share your life story in 60 seconds. Oh, wow. Wow. I don't even know how to do anything in 60 seconds. I, I mean. That would take some work. That's you. Yeah. Paraphrasing. Gosh. Talking fast. Yeah. That's what I would do. Absolutely. What else? And then we trick them up because at the end of when after both pairs have are, um, the man and the woman have shared their life story in 60 seconds. We then ask them to tell each other their story back to each other. Oh, oh my goodness. I would guess that women have an easier time doing that than men, huh? I guess it, it depends on the, the people. And I, how many Chardonnays they pass through. Yeah. Men are pretty good at it, too. Oh, well, I mean, well, I guess you know, it is 60 seconds and you are listening to one person. You're listening to one person. And also, I feel like there's a level of consciousness uh, and present being present Um when you're showing up to something like this. So maybe these people are happen to be like good They're listeners. unicorns like we unicorn said you type have there. people. Yeah. I, yes, I like to bring in unicorn type people together. Where do you find these people? In New York City is where we started and it was all friends, friends of friends. I would go through my LinkedIn, all my mm-hmm. people on Facebook and I everybody that I met, I would ask, who do you know? Who do you know that's single? Right. And then, okay, so so then that's that's a great networking, but, like, how did you even come up with this concept? Like, what made you go, I want to make people meet in this cool way? Great question. In the <laughs> summer of 2014, I had produced four concerts and a crowdfunding campaign in eight months' period of time. Wow. And at the end of that, my mother asked me if I was dating anybody. And I just looked at her with a blank stare. Like, what? I was supposed to be doing that too? Like, how the hell? How? And then um, I realized I need to show up. We have to invest energy in our desires. And I wasn't showing up anywhere in the universe to say that I was ready or willing or open for a relationship. So I downloaded Tinder. Oh. Oh. First time ever. How'd that go? Any online dating site. And three weeks Wait, later, you'd never done anything? I had never done anything. Wow. Nothing. Okay, well, that's one way to jump yeah. in. Jumped right in. And three weeks later, I was drained. It was so oh, labor-intensive yeah. and time-consuming. Were you in New York? Because I've dated mm-hmm. and used Tinder in New York and in L.A. And I feel like in... I don't know what you do now, but in New York, it was... Good, but very time consuming because I found that I would swipe on somebody and within like a day we'd be on a date. Oh. They're like, "Yeah, meet me here on this day at this time at this bar on this corner." And it ha- like sometimes they'd swipe and talk to you for five minutes, and then two hours later you'd be meeting them at a they bar. They would be there. Well, when the first time that I signed up for the dating app, I was with a friend out at a bar, and she was the one who you know had me do it. Yes, and we had a man show up. Within yeah. 30 minutes. See? That's amazing. In New York, they're so fast. <laughs> right See, there. I appreciate that because in yeah. L.A., you just start pen-palling with it's everybody. So annoying. And then people drop off and it's just, it, goodbye. It's the most annoying. So then, okay, I can understand then, you saying it was tiring. Yes. It was tiring. And then, you know, I would meet a man off Tinder and within the first, like, 30 seconds, I know this isn't my guy. Yep. But then three hours later, I'd be home and be like, shit, I I could have been doing so much other stuff with my yeah. time. And being an entrepreneur, your time is is your is the most valuable asset that you have. Yeah. And so I was like, there's got to be an easier way. Why can't we just get all of these people into a room? Oh. And the first experience that we did, I had 15 men walk straight out of Tinder into the experience. 
really <laughs> yes they all okay i would like you got them, them on tinder i met i matched with them on tinder oh and my I god told them what i was doing and they showed up they, i love they it they paid a fee and they came out, wow. and we, that was how it all started. What a great way to get people out. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. Okay, so what is the fee to attend one of these events? We've played with pricing a little bit. Um, so we've charged anywhere from 75 to 300 um, Now we're actually switching into a fairly new concept with that we're bringing in uh, experts and dating coaches yeah. to guide conversations at the experiences that we're producing. So this next one that we're doing, um, we actually did tiered pricing from $20 to $40. Oh, wow. So we, we play with price. Yeah. Awesome. And it's great to have somebody there, um, you know, guiding those kind of – because you, you – it's everyone's opinion, but sometimes you want like a real – like an expert opinion because you know it's like the blind leading the blind sometimes, but to know someone's ed coming from an educated place, it the light bulbs go off a little bit different, I think, to hear mm-hmm. from somebody and like that. We're not taught how to have relationships. No. It's not included in our educational No. Where's the school for that? Exactly. Like they teach us sex ed, but they're not going to teach you how to actually – how the masculine and feminine energies work together and – how do you date and what's courtship and none of that is taught how okay so the masculine and feminine energy thing is like a real thing can you sort of elaborate on that because it is like they are very different i think very different and well inside of us all is a masculine and feminine energy and same within a man is that masculine and feminine energy and in the beginning of a relationship what a woman has to decide is that does she want to be the masculine or feminine energy? And she, because there, there just can't be, in the early stages of a relationship, there's got to be one, like, just two. So there's got to be a masculine. One is one and one is and the a, other. And a feminine. And it's unspoken. So this has to go on, like, you have to figure this out <laughs> yeah, somehow. Yeah. Okay, so, so how does someone decide? figure yeah. that out? Usually, you know, what they say, I mean, if, if we're looking at what I love the picture outside of, um, of L.A. Talk Radio, you had Pat Allen, and, and Pat Allen is fantastic. So, you know, she always says, you know, whoever talks first is the masculine. Now. Oh, God, I'm like going back in time going, what, what happened? <laughs> well, but here's the thing, though, with Bumble, they make the female talk first. They do make the female talk first, but that can be just the the planting of the seed. Okay. So you can still kind of... Okay, and so and by the mean? way, maybe on Bumble, what they should be doing is, um, as Pat Allen says, like the only way you can speak first is if you ask for help. So maybe on Bumble, women should just be responding, you know, hey, can you help me with this? <laughs> like Wait, that. hold on. I'm, so what do you mean when you say speak first then? Like... Like uh, goes uh, like approaching somebody, approaching somebody. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And that okay. first initial conversation for if you're out, in mine would be, "Hey, a- can you help me buy this drink at the bar? Yeah, <laughs> I'm thirsty. I'm so parched. <laughs> that's Uh-oh. actually a, a perfect one. I'm not gonna. Um, I think that sounds great. <laughs> I'll use it if I yeah. hopefully won't ever need to again. But you know. <laughs> um. So yeah. So w- when in the relationship, yeah, there can only be one. And the other. And, okay. you know, and I think nowadays men are getting so much more into their feminine and women are getting much more into their masculine. So if we're all just aware of those energies and make a decision of which one you want to be in the relationship, and then once the relationship is established, those, you know, you can play and it can be a little bit of dance, but as long as there's this flow between only one masculine at a time okay. and one feminine at the time. And the masculine energy desires to be respected. And the feminine energy desires to be cherished. Oh. 
Okay. That's very interesting to put it that simply because I yeah. feel like men just like they don't understand us and we don't understand them and it really boils down to like as simple as that. Like I I always say that like I need an alpha male because I then can I don't have to be the alpha all the time. Mm-hmm. I can actually like take a break. Mm-hmm. And so like I there are times where I'm like I just want to be like just tell me I'm pretty. Like it's that easy. Like I'll just like do whatever. I don't have to make all the decisions. I can I will be way more easygoing if you actually just like appreciate and cherish me and then I'll go into the feminine. But if you don't, then I'll give you a reason to make me appreciate me. Yeah, and then you become the masculine. Right. And then he feels like the woman in the relationship. Right. But what if you have decided from the beginning that you're a woman and you're the masculine He's and he decides he's the feminine, then I guess it works? or Then that can work too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because you don't always have to be what you actually are. You don't have to Energy be what you're wise. And, yeah. and too, if, if you've realized, you know, when you're in a relationship with somebody, you're almost... Like a mold to be this different person together. Yeah. Well, there's ebb and flows too. I feel like sometimes you're gonna be masculine and sometimes you're gonna be feminine. Like sometimes I'm like watching a football game with the guy I'm dating and I'm like, yeah, drinking a beer. And then sometimes I'm like, but why are you? And I'll cry. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and like sometimes I'm totally girly or I'm like, I'm like, you watch the football game and I'll cook you dinner. And then sometimes I'm like, let's go on a hike. And I'm like running faster than him. And I'm just like, I feel like you have to be both. You can be both, mm-hmm. I think, because I'm not uber feminine I mean I, I'm a girly girl I like girly girl things but I also like boy stuff too like I'm athletic and I like to like I don't care about getting dirty and I like to hang out with the boys and I'm totally the girl that will be out and be like whoa look at that hot chick jeez put those boobs away like and I'm like and he I'm like fuck look at that girl like and I don't care I'm not like don't look at her you know I just like I feel like I, I try to be both because I am we're so complex beings. Yeah. Yeah. And we're walking contradictions. Totally. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. And I'm still learning all this myself. You know, when I first started doing this work, you know, I I didn't know any of this. And now, you know, when you mentioned dating coach, yeah. I was like, that's lame. Who has a dating coach? Yeah. And now, fast forward, I'm like, everyone should have a dating coach. Yeah, we can't do it alone. If okay. You have a, like, if you have a personal trainer, if you have a therapist, yeah. like, you should have a dating coach. I would like a coach for every single thing I do. I, it makes total, total sense. Yeah. So what kind of, like, people are coming to you for coaching? What do you feel like is the most popular type? Like, a single people always or people who are dating somebody who need help dating? It's usually single people. Okay. And I think because a lot of times... We're just not having fun dating anymore. It seems so heavy and labor intensive and nobody knows what to do. It's a job. It's it a is. job. And now we want to marry our soulmates. Mm. Like before, you know, rewind 20, 30 years ago, we got married for economical reasons. You got married to leave your house. You did. And You're now right. you want love and like butterflies and sparks yeah all those things forever and ever (laughs) yeah forever and ever because I feel that totally right now every time I'm with the guy I'm with I'm like (laughs) but I'm like is it gonna be it's gonna be forever right but what if it's not well according to the celebrity news stories it doesn't last more than 10 years so (sighs) sad so sad the good thing is 
I'm not a celebrity. <laughs> yeah. Good thing. Good Neither thing. am I. So yeah. thank God so for we have that. A we have a chance. We do have a chance. But you're right, though. People have these really crazy expectations. So these single people come to you and they're like, I need help. And you're just you. So you feel like you're really helping people like figure out how to just date normally. Yeah. How to date and have fun. Yeah. Like how to be. I don't want to say strategic about it, but how to make it a game. And I, I don't mean a, a game as in like play Playing games, the game. Yeah. But, you know, to to ask for help from friends like if you if you played your dating like you were playing a video game you'd be more inclined to say hey can you help me figure this out yeah how do I you know have more fun or where can I go or where can I be or what can I learn about myself and we learn so much about ourselves through relationships that we have yeah but because we're trying to find the soulmate means that we have to have more relationships which means that we have to break up more which is then a whole entire other, like the, the process of breaking up and the heartbreak and it's the, the hurts. And, and then people don't want to get back out there after the breakup because they're like, oh, I don't want to go through that again. Yeah. Or they, you know, and we also wrap ourselves up in previous stories of, of past relationships. <sighs> like the start of that was so good. Like how is anything else going to compete with the story that I had with him mm-hmm. that was the story comparing yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's really hard to do I've I've done that before I've done all of the things that you just said all of the things in fact I'm so tired of doing all the things that can I think we should bring back arranged marriages because then I don't have to think about it anymore. I've already arranged your marriage so oh, that's true yeah there's some guy that I'm just like I just marry him please he's really attractive and they would have very cute babies and it just makes sense so just I, do it. I have to do that for Lauren just do it have you met the man oh yeah <laughs> well, at least I've, there's a starting point. I've, yes, I've met yeah. him. He might come to visit um, mid-October. So excited about it. I've never met him, but I think they should just get married and have already planned their Miami Beach wedding. So this is a long-distance thing. Yeah, but it won't be. I'll just make him move here. <laughs> no, you don't even need to be here. Let me just do it. <laughs> I don't actually have to talk. There's nope. a reality TV show about this. Oh, yeah. No. It's called 90 Days to Marriage or something like that. Did I just make that up? Maybe. No, love I think it, it's love correct. Love it for sight or, or that. that. There's a lot of them <laughs> that are... Yeah, totally. I'm, I'm what into you, it. What do you think about that idea? Arranged marriage or arranging something like that? Because you're like, God, everyone needs to be with your freaking soulmate. Like, get a grip, people. And yeah, that's nice. But like, do you think that that just works? It could, depending yeah. on the people. I mean, yeah. it depends on where your mental state is at the moment. I think you're right, yeah. Yeah, you have to be ready for it. I mean, all the time. I mean, people come to me with these this list of, of expectations of what they desire. You are in the audience at the Great Love Debate. Yeah. So many women want men who are over six feet tall. And I am one of them. <laughs> there you Guilty. go. But I've lowered it two inches, 5'10 now. 5'10 is good. I see? thought so. I think that's pretty fair. That's like the... Outfit. I think you say that. I just think that... And I think this is what I think about that comment. I think that, yes, a, a, a lot of women like a tall man because they want to feel like the man's like big and manly. But at the end of the day, if you met somebody that was not six feet tall and you really liked them, you would like them. Like, it doesn't... You're not that superficial. It no. doesn't matter. You not liking a guy that also happens to be short is you manifesting. And also he's short, so I don't like not attracted to him. But I don't really think that's what it is. No, I would like somebody if I met them. But the problem is, is if I'm meeting people on dating apps, I can't actually feel the chemistry. And I have no idea what their sense of humor is. I have yes. no idea any of it. So I'm basically judging 
from whatever they wrote. And that, or in what their picture is, and if you can tell if they're tall enough or not in the right. picture. If they which have is, little hands, then they're short. Which is why <laughs> you think your events make sense, because yeah. you don't, you think meeting in person is where the magic happens. So explain your philosophy behind that. Well, dating apps, so they're forcing you to to limit yourself to this criteria of age, and, and some of them you can even put in height. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a man recently, 38 years of age, uh, come to an underground and attached, and ahead of time he kept you know, drilling me on, well, are there going to be women there between the ages of, you know, 28 to 32? Cause I envision my partner being of that age. And, you know, I want to have children and, and I want some time to first, you know, for us to enjoy each other before a rush to have children. He's really thought through it all. Oh gosh. And ideally I that's, on the phone that's with him convincing. I, well, actually, I didn't want to convince him. I was just telling him like, look, come yeah. have a good time. You know, because also people are putting so much pressure on even just coming to a three-hour experience. Sure. Just come with an open mind to meet good people and play some activities and have some One food night. and wine. Yeah, That's like, it. hello. And then after the experience, the woman that he came to me and said that he enjoyed meeting were all older. older. Love it. They were all in their mid-30s. Because I guarantee you there's not very many 25-year-old women that come to these things. Yeah, but Are you there? would be surprised. Okay. Our youngest has been 22. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. That is pretty young. So they're, they're starting. And, and the, um, a, one woman who I was recently on the phone with, um, 25, who joined us in New York in August, and she said she was coming because she works in a salon, and she said she works with 30-somethings, and a lot of them are complaining about men, <gasps> and she wants to be proactive. She's being preventative. Mm-hmm. I love that. Oh it's like Botox. God. Good thinking, girlfriend. Yeah. She's also probably from Atlanta originally or something, so she feels like an old person that she's not married, because you know how they all are That's true. There. She wasn't from New York, oh. and she wasn't from L.A. Makes okay. sense. So, okay. But still, I get that that makes sense to think, okay, listen, I'm listening to all these people. This is probably going to happen to me. Let's get on it. Mm-hmm. So your events are good for like all ages, obviously. All ages. Yeah, we our sweet spot is really the um, mid to late twenties to mid to late forties. Okay, and what we see when men are really ready is that thirty six to forty two. Love it. That's yes. my age range for guys. Okay, so when is your next event? Um, how can people go to them? We need to. It's know. tomorrow. <gasps> tomorrow we're on uh, Wiley Wilson on Abbott Kenny. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, we're there from seven to nine thirty. They can find all the details at undergroundunattached.com. Okay, wait. Who is your the guest speaker? Aren't you having a guest speaker? We or? have four of oh, them. Oh, that, I think I saw that on your site. We yeah. have um, Lori Davis uh-huh. from eFlirt Experts and her husband, Thomas Edwards, who is a professional wingman. Uh-huh. Who is coming yep. on our show next week. Yep. Amazing. Yeah. We love him. We love him. And then we have um, Amanda Young, who is, uh, she is an urban goddess. Ooh. And I'm actually in her urban goddess program right now okay Ooh. and then brian howie our connect uh, from the, yeah. the host of the great our debate. friend brian howie. brian howie he's a very specific train of thought but we love him he's listening right now so hi brian. brian hi brian we love you a long time we do um okay we have a quick little fun game that we would like to play with you okay let's go okay so we are calling this game yes or less so we are going to list some things that people think that they should be doing while they are dating. And we would like you to weigh in and say yes if you think they should continue to be doing it or less if you think, no, people should not be doing those things. This Bad idea. Fun. Yeah. Are okay. you ready? Let's go. Okay. <laughs> right. So wait to text or call someone back after the first date. 
like that waiting period no don't worry about waiting trust your intuition okay so less less right. less okay have sex on the first date less really whoops <laughs> <laughs> date someone a friend has dated I'm not opposed to it. I know I'm supposed to say one word, but talk to the friend first. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to take that as a yes. Yeah, yeah. I think that's yes. Might as well. Um, offer to split the bill. Offer. Yes. Okay. okay. All right. Um, talk about an ex. Less. <laughs> Lie about your age. Less. <laughs> Ask what dating apps the other person is on. Why not? Go for it. Learn from each other. Okay. All right. Uh, ghost or disappear if you don't like someone. Less. Stop doing that. Well, okay. what should you do? Now yeah, yeah. We can, let's, uh, let's talk about that well, for a what's second. proper? I believe it's best to say that you really enjoyed your time meeting with them, but you're not feeling romantically attracted or romantically interested in that person. Mm-hmm. You're happy to be friends, but you just want them to know that you'd be dating a friend. Yeah, you know what? I don't. I think people appreciate it. It's. I think it's a very scary thing to do because you feel bad and you feel like now I'm being presumptuous that this person actually likes me back, and then they're going to be like offended, and then I'm going to look like an asshole, and you, so you avoid doing it. But the couple times that I did do it, that I got a very positive response back. We're looking very positive. For one person. Yeah. One human being. Yeah. Yep, that's tricky. I, I do like, have a stock message that I now send people. See? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's I like it. it's, it's perfect. <laughs> um, okay, so another one. Post pictures of you and the person you were dating on social media. Like right away. Not right away. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Give ultimatums about exes, like cutting them off. Ultimatums, explain. Like if you're going to date me, you have to stop talking to your ex. No ultimatums, but have conversations. Okay. Okay. I think it's okay to share what you're, you know, where you have this, like, anxiety. So be open and vulnerable about that. Okay. So okay. No, no demands. Got yeah, it. yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's easily said like this. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'm going to tell you how I feel. Yes. I've exactly. said that before. I wonder how that got on here. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so also screenshot convos with boys and group text your girlfriends for advice. Of course. You just said that. <laughs> yes. Okay, so you're totally into that it takes a village thing. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. I have fun with it. That's fun. I think it makes sense, too, because everybody's advice, like, you take little things from uh, everyone. Yeah, and a follow-up on that is, but go back to your intuition. Totally. Go back to your own gut. So don't do what other people are telling you to do. Do what feels right and good for you, because I have had a dating coach advising me on situations that were not authentic to me mm-hmm. and I was following yeah as opposed and I, I got all everything got fuzzy in my mind in my head I've been there and I, I learned a lot from that situation so then how do you to kind of wrap this all up and let our listeners know like how do you as a dating coach then guide someone to give them advice that you think works but they can still be authentically them it's through conversations. Really okay. having conversations of why do you feel this way, lots of questions, um, and and guiding them to see who their true self is. Okay. It's, there's not a one, you know, one size fits all for everybody. Sure. We should all do things differently, and that's what's so unique and special about each of us. Okay. So are you yourself an expert at dating? 
I'm not. I wouldn't call myself an expert at dating. I don't think anybody's an expert. I think dating. I'm getting there because all I do is date and not get in a relationship. I mean, so I must be masterful at dating. I mean, I feel like time is on my side because I have about 10 years under my belt of all of that. And I feel like, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to deem myself an expert right now. I mean, as much as one can be. Yeah, in a kitschy there's, way. There's always yeah. still so much to learn. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And it's funny because I did go through like 10 years of being single and dating. And I still feel like I'm like, sometimes I just feel like lost I'm like what do I do what do I do like I put on an outfit sometimes and I always text my friend Jenna like this one or this one it's like I can't do it I need her to tell me I feel like that in dating sometimes I'm like which one do I do which is where girlfriend group texts come in dating experts coaches going to these events listening to our show yeah I mean we'll inform you we're just death. here to help we <laughs> mm-hmm. are just here to help we are. It takes a village. It does. And underground and attached. So, guys, yeah. get tickets to the show tomorrow night if you're in LA. And then, yes. when is the New York uh, event? New York is still to be determined. Okay. October. Actually, we're doing something fun in New York on October 21st is the Orphan Starfish Foundation Gala. I'm going to be there on October Ooh. 21st. Ooh. If someone purchases two tickets to the gala, I will hand select and work with you to pick your dates. Oh. Wow. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Where part of town is it in? Uh, Wall Street, Cipriani. Woo, Wall yeah. Street. Oh, I used to hang out there Gala. on... We I used to hang. Up. I used to hang out on Wall Street on purpose when I was in New York. Smart. Because I'm like... Street. Did you go to Stone Street? Yes, Stone Street. Of course. I've even been there and done that. Um, maybe yeah. I should be in New York at that time. We I could do our show remotely. You sh- that would be Come. very fun. All right. And it's all for the children. Oh, my God. So the children. See, it's for a good cause. Yes. Do it for the children, the children. everyone. This one's one for day, the children. One day we'll have some. The children of the world. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Well, thank you so much, Christina, thank for having for me. Having we you. Are, you are definitely our new love accomplice now. Yes. And we know you float back and forth from New York and L.A. You're bi-coastal. So, please, we'll have to have you on again. And, I would and talk to. to you more about uh, your you know advice and your events and stuff. And good luck with your events. Thank you. And we'll hope to show up to one, too. They sound so fun. So fun. Oh. How can people follow you personally i am on instagram at christina weber great and then underground and unattached Facebook, christina weber too amazing and then underground unattached is just underground unattached it's just underground unattached amazing. we're on instagram as well those are my favorite follow Sweet. her on all the socials on all the platforms guys yes and guys don't forget to tune in like we said for next week's guest thomas edwards and don't forget to follow us on the socials at Complicated Show and tune in to our YouTube show tomorrow at 3, Two mm. Drunk Girls. That's right. Uh, we deliver this content for free to you every week. And we know that you not only have this great show to listen to, yeah. <laughs> but a number of amazing other shows as well. So we're grateful that you keep coming back to ours. Yes. And we love hearing from you. So keep the iTunes comments and ratings coming, guys. And one of the biggest things you can do is tell a friend. You talk to them anyway. Just tell them about the show. I mean, group Why text not? people while you're talking about the guy that you're dating. Yeah. And then also say, guys, listen to It's Complicated. And then send them the link and you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. And that's it for today's show you guys so thanks for listening and thanks again Christina and you can follow me at Lauren Leonelli on Twitter, Facebook, Vine, Instagram and my website and you can find me at Jennifer Golden that's Jennifer with one N Golden as in Golden um, <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram Snapchat, my website, Google what dating apps Stop everywhere saying all I'm those gonna extras. just make it up every week no I'm on every dating app you can find me there yeah you can actually <laughs> just google Jennifer Golden you're right okay one N everyone one N thanks alright you guys we'll be back next week love, love you long time. time irreverent entertaining 